0: God
1: bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Father, thank you today. We are blessed to be here. It's a special day. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Today we are remembering How he entered into Jerusalem, his final entry into that city. It was in preparation for his passion, how he was going to be arrested, maltreated, tortured, and finally hanged on the cross. If you hadn't sent Jesus, where would we be? And we are grateful to you for the greatest gift of all time. This morning, we ask that you speak to us. Let your living word come. Open our ears, our spiritual ears, our eyes, our spiritual eyes. Let us hear and let us see what we must hear and what we must see today. As your word is presented to us. And I pray let your Holy Spirit have his way amongst us. And let the Holy Spirit perfect that which concerns us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap. Oh, Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. amen. Tell your neighbor, it's good to see you. And God bless you for being in church today. Your life will be greatly blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. This morning I want to share a message with you. It's a Palm Sunday message. But it may not sound that way to you. But as we proceed, you will be able to relate with the message and understand why it is being shared with us today. And the title of my message today is When Your Expectations Are Not Met. When Your Expectations Are Not Met. I think Aunt Lizzie has preached a sermon already. (laughs) And what I'm sharing with you today is very much connected to some of the things that she said to us. When your expectations are not met. Will you turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 11? And we want to read from verse 1 to 10. Mark 11, verse 1 to 10. And we're reading from verse 1 to 10. New Living Translation. Forgive me if I sound a little hoarse. It's because of the crusade we had. My voice is trying to Sorted itself out. Okay. As Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, Jerusalem. they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany. Bethany. on the Mount of Olives. (inaudible) Jesus sent two of them on ahead. (inaudible) Go into that village over there, he told them. As soon as you enter in, (inaudible) you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever written. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, What are you doing? Just say, The Lord needs it and will return it soon. The two disciples left and found the coat standing in the street tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, what are you doing untying that coat? They said what Jesus had told them to say. And they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it. And he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him. And others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Jesus was in the center of the procession. And the people all around him were shouting. Praise God. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Praise God in highest heaven. The King James will say, Hosanna in the highest. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at one more opening of scripture from the gospel according to Saint Luke. Chapter 23. Verse thirteen to twenty four. Luke twenty three. at three Verse thirteen to twenty four. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
0: bless you Lord.
1: Thank you Jesus. All right. Luke 23 verse 13 to 24. It says then Pilate called together the leading priests. And other religious leaders. Along with the people. Next verse. And he announced his verdict. You brought this man to me. Accusing him of leading a revolt. I have examined him. Thoroughly on this point I was in, a sui, so in your presence I was and find him innocent. Yeah, he Herod came mm-hmm. to the same conclusion yeah. and sent him back yeah. to yeah. us. Yeah, not Nothing this man has done calls for the death penalty. Yeah. So I will have him flogged yeah, and then I will release him. Yeah, Verse 17. Then a mighty roar rose from the crowd. And with one voice they shouted Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! And release Barabbas to us. Barabbas, Emma. Barabbas was in prison for taking part in an insurrection in Jerusalem against the government and for murder. He was a coup plotter. (laughs) So he was a coup maker. (inaudible) He was a (inaudible) murderer. And the people said, release him. And as for this Jesus, kill him. Pilate argued with them. Not Because he wanted to release Jesus. Jesus. But they kept shouting. Crucify him. Crucify him. For the third time. That means three times. Try tried to reason with the people that this man hasn't done anything. Let him go. He said, why? What crime has he committed? I have found no reason to sentence him to death. So, I will have him flogged, And then, I will release him but the mob shouted louder and louder demanding that Jesus be crucified and their voices prevailed verse 24 so Pilate sentenced Jesus to die as they demanded May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. And may God have mercy on us all. Amen. 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 Now listen carefully to me. I'm really going to try to finish up very quickly. So make sure you follow me very closely. There are two scriptures I read. There are two scriptures I read. Talking about two separate events. These two events, they occurred five days apart. All these two events occurred in Jerusalem. Where a large crowd had gathered for the Passover feast. Now, the Passover feast is one of the very important, if not the most important, festival on the Jewish calendar. And when that time comes, everybody travels from all over Israel to go to Jerusalem for this festival. So there was a large crowd in Jerusalem when these two events took place. The first event was when Jesus entered Jerusalem triumphantly. We read about it. He rode on the back of a donkey. And as he was entering, he was met by the crowd. And they hailed him. They received him. They took off their garments. Remember that they had come for a festival and I'm sure they were wearing their very best because if you're going for an important event you don't go with your clothes you look for the nice clothes and you go they took off their clothes their cover clothes and I'm sure (laughs) that it was basically the women because they are the ones who have a lot of clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Then perhaps the men who were wearing their three-piece, they removed the outer one, spread it on on the the floor floor. for Jesus to ride on. Actually, it was the donkey that rode on it. (laughs) That donkey is the most famous donkey in all the world and of all time. One day I'll preach about that donkey. Amen. There is a revelation in that story for you. Hallelujah. Amen. It rode on their garments. And those who didn't have any clothes to spare. (inaudible) Because the only clothes they had was what (inaudible) they were wearing (inaudible) at that time. If they remove it, there will be a problem. So (inaudible) they cut off branches (inaudible) from trees. And spread them for Jesus and the donkey and to self, ride on. And as Jesus was coming, they shouted, they roared, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna means two things. It means save. Oh Lord. Or it means oh save. But Hosanna also means praise the Lord. So they shouted praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the heights, and the reception was amazing. Hits. Let's sing it. singing. I'm singing. I'm ye ho am agbe mi. Hosiana Yang So this was the display. Money by Yehoah Baby. Money by Yehoah Baby. Hosiana. Hosiana. Hosiana Yang Come and see celebration. As Jesus rode in. They received him with great joy. That is the first event. (laughs) Five days after. Five. It was the same Jerusalem. The same festival. The same crowd. The same Jesus. The same Jesus. But this time, the chorus was different. It was not Hosanna anymore. It was not blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord anymore. This time, it was crucify him. Kill him. I said three times. Pilate begged them. He negotiated with them. He told them, it was Herod who brought this Jesus to him. Because because he, he didn't see anything wrong that he had done. I have also questioned him. I have interrogated the issue. He hasn't done anything to deserve the death penalty. But I can say that you are not happy with him. Let me cane him and then let him go. The more he tried to reason with them, the more they shouted. They shrieked and said, Kill him! Crucify him! Pilate tried his last move. During that festival, usually, In those times, They would release one person from prison. One person And in the in prison at that time, Was this cool maker and Medra. Called Barabbas. Barabbas. I'm sure that he was the most notorious criminal in the whole of the Jewish kingdom. And Pilate told himself, This thing that I'm about to do, he told the people, Okay. Here is Jesus. They went to bring Barabbas from the dungeons and put him by the side. Said, Here is Jesus. Here is Barabbas. According to tradition, I must release one of them. Who should I release? I can imagine that Pilate was walking away to go and sit on his chair. (laughs) Expecting to hear the people say, okay, you release Jesus. To his shock. Couldn't believe his ears. They said, release Barabbas. Let him go. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that it's not possible that I'm hearing what I'm so hearing. Mate. I think that that is when he realized that the people had gone mad. Sure. That they preferred Barabbas, so Barabbas the murderer, to, to Jesus, Jesus, who blessed their children. Which... Who opened the eyes of their blind? Who opened the ears of their dead. Those who couldn't speak, he touched them in this. Cripples he made to walk in. The demon possessed, he delivered. One day, he took them to dinner. More than 5,000 men. Excluding the women and, and children. And he took them to dinner. Some very nice bread and fish. <laughs> Maybe nice. What's the fish you like best? Cassava fish. Ruth. Semper Ukunusupe, cassava fish, beautiful. Ope bunch and butter. Everybody ate, only be a deep or hope, and were full. No be a In fact, after feeding them, they wanted to crown him king, and put me on my dress, <laughs> so missing, but he ran away. It is this Jesus that they shouted and said, crucify him. So the question is, what happened? I said, it is the same crowd. It was the same crowd. Five days before, they were celebrating they were, they were singing his praises. They called him the one who has come in the name of the Lord. I like how the message Bible puts it. The, the message Bible said they gave him a wonderful reception. The message Bible says, Wonderful reception. But just five days after, their response was, Crucify. Kill him, they became bloodthirsty and were crying for blood. What happened? He didn't see it. Have you ever asked yourself what happened to the people? See of course, the devil was behind it. But there was something that had happened to the people which the devil capitalized on, and usually that's what happens for the devil to be able to affect us and harm us and hurt us, it is because we give him place, and that is why the Bible says in Ephesians 4 27 Neither give place to the devil. There was something had happened to the people that gave the devil the opportunity and the leeway to now control them to ask for the life of Jesus. What happened to that DNC? For the answer, just go back to Mark eleven. And what was the last but one verse we read? Mark 11. Verse 9. When he was entering, this was what they were shouting. They said, Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Verse 10. Blessed be the kingdom of our Father David. That cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When they were making these statements and shouting these words, they had expectations. Their expectations of Jesus were that he was the Messiah that had been promised them in the law. And they had a certain idea and perception of what kind of Messiah he was going to be. Their expectation of Jesus was that he was coming like a military leader. Or if you like, he was coming as a blowman. Who was coming to defeat their Roman oppressors. <inaudible> and freed them from bondage and captivity. <inaudible> and establish the kingdom of their father David. <inaudible> a kingdom where they were going to have liberty. Joy, peace, blessings, and prosperity. That was their expectation. And when they were crying, Hosanna, 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 in their minds, and according to their expectations, they were looking forward to Jesus coming to defeat the Roman Oppresses and bring down the Roman Empire so that they will be liberated. That was the expectation. Five days after, they looked at the same Jesus as he stood there broken, torn apart. Bleeding because mind you, Herod had tormented him before he was brought yeah. to Pilate. So he was torn on all the way. bleeding, looking very weak. As they looked at him, but it was like, oh. <laughs> Is this the one? They said to themselves, "This, this can't be our oh, blow man. We've been swept. Oh, dying. He is not the one. There is no way the king and the leader who has been sent to liberate us. There's no way he can be ripped apart like that." And so their expectations were not met. They were disappointed. And then they turned against this Jesus. And now they cried for his blood. They shouted, crucify him. It was the cry of people whose expectations had not been met. Hear me as I close. All of us have expectations. How many of you have expectations? Tell me about them. What are some of the expectations you have? Don't go dumb on me. You say you have expectations. So what are some of the, tell me brother. to complete your building. is not completed. And you have an expectation that you will complete it. Because you are the first person who spoke out. (laughs) May God give you the ability to complete that building. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Who else has an expectation? You want to receive a prophecy? (laughs) (laughs) Expectation. (laughs) Expectation. I want them. But myujie, Iwo ni mumu. Now wait to me at Sunday Nancy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's mommy's expectation. Yeah, what are the expectations, Do You have, you have a friend. Oh Jacobi, his expectation is to do what? is to marry a white (laughs) lady. (laughs) That's his expectation. And he's very wild about (laughs) it. He doesn't want a Kwewu girl. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want an Ashanti girl. (laughs) He wants a white lady. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody say, what an expectation. (laughs) Tell me more. What expectations (laughs) do you have? I heard somebody whisper at the back, I want twins. (inaudible) I want twins. (inaudible) Solomon, the woman sitting by your side raised her hand. I know that she's pregnant. And as I'm talking about twins, she's raised her hand. Now, I don't know what it means. Jesus whether she's believing God for what she's carrying to be twins or after she's delivered this one, she wants to have twins again. Please Mm -hmm. ask her very well before I release the blessings upon her. Everybody Everybody has expectations. And from what happened to the people of Israel. The crowds that were in Jerusalem at that time. There are lessons for us today. Which is what will happen to us. And what will we do. If our expectations are not met. When your expectations are not met, <laughs> what will happen to you? How will you become? I promise you, that if we had been there in the time of Jesus, we would have been in the crowd. Shouting as loudly as the rest of the masses. Crying for the blood of the Savior. Why? Because of expectations that had not been met. So what do you do when your expectations are not met? There is nothing wrong with having expectations you must have them God expects us to have expectations so he says surely there is an end and your expectations will not be cut off so God expects us to have expectations what I read is Proverbs 23 17 to 18 then in Jeremiah 29:11 God says, "I know the thoughts that I have toward you. I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster." Take me to King James. King James, "There are thoughts of peace and not of evil." To do what? Read it out for me. To do what? To give you an expected end. Look, there are enough scriptures in the Bible to make us see that God's plan is to bless us, to do us good, and to meet our expectations. It says that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or imagine. These are your expectations. It says, faithful is he who has called us. Who also will do uh, it. All these scriptures. Give us assurance. That God wants to bless us. God wants to do us good. That whatever our expectations are. God wants to meet us. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you've been around for some time. I'm sure you may have had some disappointments in this life. How many have had disappointments also? So not only have you had expectations. But you've also had disappointments. Disappointments about marriage disappointments about children disappointments Disappointments concerning your finances your health your job your education so we have expectations and we've had disappointment. So the question is, when your expectations are not yes. met, what must you do? How should you carry yourself? So that we will not end up like the people of Israel. I ran through them for you. When your expectations are not met, do not become angry. Bitter and vindictive. When your expectations are not met. Don't become angry. Angry against God. Don't become bitter. Don't take it out on others. Because that's what happens. To the people, so the expectations were not met. they turned out of their bitterness, their anger, and their disappointment, they they turned on their saviour and called for his blood and when your expectations are not met, <inaudible> the first thing that you must try and sort out <inaudible> is, is that you won't say. become angry <inaudible> or become better <inaudible> and, <inaudible> and begin to take the wrong decisions for <inaudible> your life <inaudible> because sometimes out of our disappointments <inaudible> we make wrong moves we <inaudible> we take wrong decisions <inaudible> <inaudible> There are people who have given God an ultimatum. I say, you God. I am giving you up till July. Up to when? July. 2023. If by the th- July has how many days? 31. Thirty days at September, April, April June, June, and November. November. All, All the rest. Of... Okay, so July has thirty-one days. If by the thirty-first of July, <laughs> I have not seen the man who is to marry me, if by thirty-first July, he hasn't manifested, <laughs> I will advise me. <laughs> I will advise I myself. myself. What's that? And they what see, must be done they must, see, must be they done. They be see. And then they conclude with the statement, a word to the wise. Uh-huh. And then they also add, heaven helps those who help themselves. Wow. Wow. Don't become some way (inaudible) when your expectations are not met. When certain things you're waiting for hasn't materialized. (inaudible) Don't be angry. (inaudible) Don't become bitter. (inaudible) Don't Don't change (inaudible) because of your apparent (inaudible) disappointment. Number two. (inaudible) When your expectations are not met. <inaudible> believe that all things are working together for your <inaudible> good. When your expectations are not met. <inaudible> just believe. <inaudible> that all things. <inaudible> are working together for your good. According to Romans 8.28. <inaudible> all things. Not some things, so. not a few things, not some of the things. The Bible is saying, and we know that all things, including prayers that have not been answered and expectations that have not been met, believe. That if you love God. And you are the God according to his purpose. Then all things. Including unmet expectations. Including disappointments. Are working together. For your good. So when your expectations are not met. Just believe. Number three. When your expectations are not met. Please be patient because it may well be that God is working things out for me. And at the right time, your hopes will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, when your expectations are not met, please be patient because it may well be that God is working things out for you. It is just that the time hasn't come. But at the right time, your hopes your expectations will be met because he makes all things beautiful in his time. And that's why you have to learn to be patient. To be patient with God. Not to take off in anger and bitterness because your expectations have not been met. Sometimes we feel that the delay to our prayers or say, the answer to our prayers is because God has refused to do what we want. So some say that delay is equivalent to denial. But sometimes that's not what it is. Until Izzy he shared her testimony. Until is he can answer. Look, this land thing. She's been at it for years. And as a church, we've been praying with her every Wednesday. During the miracle hour so she told you herself you know I post the prayer topics and how many can remember seeing this thing about an auntie in church who bought land and there are issues and are praying that the land we've been praying about this thing for more than a year almost a year and a half it is a year and a half after we started that is when God has decided to do it. Not, why, why, why and so when your expectations are not Did met, be saying, please be patient. Yeah, to Take your time. To, Don't get bored. <laughs> 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 Don't leave God. <laughs> Don't walk out of church. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn your back on God. <laughs> 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 because your expectations have <laughs> not <laughs> been <laughs> met. It may well be, it be that God God is working things out for me. When God called Abraham and said, I will give you a child, he was 75 years old. It took 25 years for his expectation to be met. In fact, along the line, he went ahead of God. And he also quoted the scripture that Pastor Elvis, not the scripture, the statement that Pastor Elvis quoted, that heaven helps those Who helped themselves? So So he he helped himself. And that's how come we had Ishmael? He was eighty-six when he had Ishmael. Ishmael. So from seventy-five to eighty-six is equal to how many years? Eleven. For eleven years, there was no show. And said that God needs help. So let me help God. God. But it was a mistake. After having Ishmael, he didn't hear from God for 13 years. It was when he was 89 99 that God spoke to him. And then when he was 100, his expectations were finally met. It took 25 years. Joseph Joseph was 17 years when he was sold into captivity. He had had dreams that he was going to become great. And when he turned 17, he was sold into slavery. How do you relate slavery (laughs) to becoming great. But he waited patiently for the Lord. And finally, when he was 30 years, he became the prime minister of Egypt. It took 13 years for his expectations to be met. David David was 15 years old. In fact, some even think that he was between 10 and 15 years old. When Samuel anointed him to be king, he also, it was when he was 30, that his bottom sat on the throne. It took 15 years plus for his expectations to be met. Zachariah and, Elizabeth. Yes, Zachariah and Elizabeth. They were very old. No, no life spams. The eggs were spoiled. Because you know that after you keep eggs for a while, it, it gets spoiled. Elizabeth's eggs. Not I mean the the eggs that she produces from her ovaries. They were old. That was when their expectations were met. So what am I saying to you? Don't take off. Don't become angry. Don't become bored. Be patient. Because God is working things out for you. Now let's end. Now the last one. Decide that when your expectations are met or not. You will still trust the Lord. You will still trust the Lord. Whether your expectations are met, whether your expectations are not met, decide that I will still trust you. This is what Job said in Job 13 15, New King James Version. He says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust. Because here was Job. He had lost everything. His body had been afflicted with a terrible ulcer. He had boils all over. It was not easy. And it was like God had abandoned him. God had forsaken him. But he lifted up his voice. Even if he kills me. Even if he kills me. I will continue to trust him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They told Nebuchadnezzar. Because we refuse to bow to that golden image you are directing. You are going to throw us into, into the fire. He said, we, we don't, we don't, we are not even going to think twice about the answer to give you. We want you to understand that the God we say, He will save us, He will deliver us. And then they said to Him, Even if He doesn't deliver us. As for bowing before this game, We will not bow today. We will not bow tomorrow. We will not bow next week. We will not bow. You can do your worst. They told themselves. That even if our expectation is not met. We will still trust in our God And we will hold on to it. And the last one. That even if your expectations are not Tell yourself that if even God doesn't do anything more for me, he has already done what he did. He has already done a lot. So if you get to a point where your expectations are not Tell yourself that even if God won't add anything more to what He has already he done, done for him, him. the truth is that He has already done enough. enough. And that's why the songwriter says Count your blessings and name them one by and one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. done. Why don't you sit back what did I want to say? And, and think about you things, you know. things a little Are you saying that God hasn't done a lot for you? Such that you are looking at what he hasn't yet done. And you are drawing the conclusion that God has failed us. He never failed us. And he's not about to fail us. So tell yourself, that if I don't receive anything more. <speaking> or the expectations. My, my present day expectations are not met. God has done so much <speaking> for me. And what he has done. Is enough. I conclude by saying <speaking> this to you. I wish that I can tell you. <speaking> that, can you. that everything. You are praying for, you will get. I am not trying to dash your hopes. Keep believing, keep trusting, continue to have expectations. But I must also say to you that it's not everything that you are asking for (laughs) that you will get. And it's not every prayer that will be answered. It's not not that God doesn't want to answer. It is not that God can't do it. But sometimes he chooses not to give us what we are asking for. Let me ask you, if your seven-year-old child comes to you, and says, da. Say, da, da! papa." What is the latest iPhone in town? Yeah, iPhone 14 Plus. iPhone 15. That's the latest. Uh, i 15. Yeah. I mean, when I get one phone, I use it for a very <laughs> long time. So at a point, I don't even know what has come. If your seven year old child. Chance- he knows that you have money. You know that every child knows that his father and mother have money. Yeah. And let's say that it is true. Sometimes it's not true. But let's say it is true. That you have money to afford that iPhone 15 for your seven years. Oh child. So true. Johnny says he wants an iPhone, iPhone 15. 15 let's say that today after church I give you a check of 200,000 Ghana CDs. year, year 200,000 CDs will you buy the iPhone 15 but you have the money why won't you buy it for him <laughs> he has to learn he doesn't need it so why don't we trust God and understand that if he's withholding something from us it is because he knows that this thing is not what we need at this time do you know that there are some blessings when they come to you if you are a certain way you will get spoiled some of us our humility <laughs> is because we don't have <laughs> our humility in life <laughs> It's because we don't have <laughs> that's why you walk very humble <laughs> through this life And every time your face is like this. When we see you, (laughs) you are like the very epitome of humility. But let's wait small. Now you have money. (laughs) Now you walk with your chin up and your nose. And then when people ask you for, people are approaching you to ask you for something. Eh, 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 eh. Every time you are asking for things, don't be lazy, people. I don't have time. I don't have time. you You've changed. What's the sir? You've changed. What's the sir? because now you have money and that's what also happens to people when they have power they change many of our political leaders hey, before they got into power I, Boy. they sit with the common people <laughs> to eat and play dummy. <laughs> they they take drop, drop. now they are in power they've changed that's why they say power corrupts mm. and absolute power corrupts absolutely mm. we the pastors yeah so for Before God blessed us with mega churches. And we started seeing a certain kind of offering and income. A very cool. At our church. We walk amongst the people. We talk to the people. (laughs) We sit with them. We visit them. Now that God. (laughs) Has lifted us up consultation fee. Yes, now (laughs) before you can see us (laughs) consultation (laughs) when we are coming to church (laughs) we come (laughs) with bodyguards Uh after church (laughs) they (laughs) usher us out (laughs) like chief executives (laughs) now before your church member can see you he has to book (laughs) how many months? Three months you see this thing that I'm saying I'm advising myself I am and it's my prayer that when God blesses me and blesses this church in fact I'm already blessed when I look at what amen. God is doing amen. here and when I look at you amen. wonderful people amen. I feel so blessed amen. and I don't take it for granted amen I don't take you for granted amen you are very special to me amen very very special to us yes. yeah. very and it's my prayer that that thing mm. will not change amen when god takes us to the next level amen when your expectations are not met these are the things that you must watch out for. may god deliver us amen from the terrible mistake of amen. the people of israel who turned into something else Jesus. when their expectations were not met. Rise to your feet, so put your gospel. hands together for Unsema. Jesus and give him praise. Unsema. Unsema. A sermon that was supposed to last for 20 minutes a was a has turned into something else. Forgive me, but it's a message that God wanted me to relay to all of us. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for your word. And thank you for the lessons imparted today. Yes, God, we have a lot of expectations. And there are some of these expectations that have not been met. We've had disappointments in life. Some of us thought we'll be married by now. We're still not married. Some of us thought we we will have children by now. We still don't have them some of us got pregnant and we lost the children some of us have been praying to you for mega jobs we still don't have them we thought we would have money to sort out certain things we do not have the money so yes father we've had disappointments but today we come before you and ask you to forgive us for every wrong thought that we've had and even every wrong move that we have made out of our frustrations and out of our disappointments. And as we move ahead, may we continue to trust in you and remind ourselves that when things have delayed, it may be because you are working things out for us. Remind ourselves that you know what is good for us. And if there are any things that you have not done in our lives, it may be that you know that these things will not be a blessing after all. My prayer is that you will teach us by your spirit to trust you more and more. That no matter what comes our way, dreams unfulfilled, expectations not met, we will continue to trust in you and serve you and look up to you. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And as every head is bowed, and eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, I've been touched today by the word of God. I want you, Pastor, to pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Please, Pastor, pray with me. I'll be happy to pray with you. As every head is bowed. And every eye closed. Wherever you're standing. If you want to receive Jesus as Lord Lord and Savior. I want you to lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it up clearly. Don't be shy. Don't be shy at all. It's between you and your God. And if you are watching us you are watching this live stream or you are watching the broadcast Mm -hmm. after if you need Jesus as Lord just lift up your hand where you are and I'm going to pray with you God bless you, I see you those of you who have lifted your hands I see you and I want all of us to pray this prayer together say heavenly father today I come to you just as I am Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve him. I will live for him. Oh God, help me. As I move through this life. And let it be well with me. In Jesus mighty name. Let everybody say amen.